Hello and welcome back to the A Perfect Union podcast, one of our Human Up podcasts that you can find at humanup.tv. Um, also, you can check out uh, my other website, uh, unumbeing.com, for a lot of the latest offerings that we're providing. Uh, my father, Ashoki Gangadeen, is with us, uh, as usual, for this A Perfect Union podcast, um, and his website is awakeningmind.com. O-R-G. And uh, wow, either, you know, you could spend a lifetime on his website with the, the, the amount of amazing materials that are, are quite um, supplemental to what we're, we're going to be talking about here uh, in our continuing Perfect Union podcast um, and, uh, and also on Human Up TV and all these places. In other words, guys, <laughs> we have a lot of, a lot of resources for you, tons uh, of resources, the latest of which is uh, 1776 Now. We have just released the full nine episodes plus a number of supplemental uh, videos to that as well and music. Um, you can find those on the websites. They are free and available to watch at your leisure, though we do feel that is a very urgent matter that uh, the people, uh, uh, not just of the United States, but of the planet, especially the United States, as, as, as a, at the time of this um, recording, we are just a couple weeks from the election. Uh, and so it's a, it's a lot of tension building and there's a lot of, uh, worry, uh, a sort of mounting fear and concern, um, because of what's, what's happening uh, on that stage. Uh, that's some of the impetus behind us doing this now and offering this to you, uh, a perfect union podcast this episode, because that first one went by so fast. <laughs> We're going to do, um, part two of the, the same theme, the promised land, the land of the free, and 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 what does that mean? And how do we realize it? Make it real? How do we embody that now? Um, and, and there really is a science to it. There really is a profound, deep logic that we all have access to. It's not a complicated thing. It's actually profoundly simple. It's so simple, in fact, that we have to get less complicated in order to understand it. So this is, this is about hanging out together and just and getting that, that literacy, getting that deeper understanding, activating that understanding, which you already have. You have it in you. It's not, again, it's not an acquired informational knowledge where you have to, you know, learn it in that sense, like um, accumulate information. This is different. It's more of an activation to give you active vision, which is what we playfully and lovingly refer to as the most powerful activism is active vision, which is what is getting awake, becoming awake, awake to what awake to reality, awake to reason, deeper reason. And uh, we've got a we've got a society full of rationale, rationales, narratives, ideologies, ideas, and 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 opinions, and and all different takes. And truth, where's the truth? There is no truth. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess it's just every man for himself, every woman for herself, every person for themselves. And 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 here we are, right? So we want to we want you to to join us in this space wherever you are. You're driving in your car. You're lying in your bed. Wherever you're doing it. You're, you're cleaning the dishes, you're, you're with us in the promised land, the land of the free, hanging out uh, and, and joining us in the joy of that and the celebration of that and the awesome responsibility of that. We are beginning this conversation. We're just going to have fun and wing it. Uh, Dad, I took about 
16 minutes last time, so I want you to... <laughs> no. I'm going to hand the mic no, quickly you're, you're, before I go too uh, long. Uh, I love how you're on a roll now. That's beautiful. And uh, I, this is our conversation, you know. And we, all, we so, sometimes joke, we say, this is when, well, let's have a, a heart-to-heart when no one's listening, right? And uh, that's the spirit of this. We really want to be conversational and, and, uh, and speak from the heart uh, with each other and with everyone who, anyone who is going to join us. Nothing... You've opened up some amazing themes in terms of land of the free. You've also said that, rightly that the American holy experiment, when you call it something holy, it's not holy because we call it holy, it's holy because it's holy. And holy means back to the infinite, the source, across a planet, right? The infinite presence. One of the things that people perhaps don't really sufficiently pause to understand is that reality, we all, we all say reality is around us, in us, uh, through us. Uh, no one questions that uh, reality, the world, is around existence is around us. But if we stop to really explore that, which is the history of philosophy, enlightenment, wisdom, uh, that, that that reality can be bounded. It's, uh, it's boundless because it's silly. It's almost childish to try and draw a boundary around it because then what's beyond the boundary? So it's boundless. You can't make it finite and definite and finitize it and cage it. All of those attempts are futile and, and silly. And when you realize that reality is boundless, uh, then you're, you're all opening uh, the, to the realization it's infinite. It's transfinite. So boundless is transfinite. And if it's infinite, right, you, then can't, you have to begin to open up to a whole new way of encountering presence, you don't, we have to realize that the infinite is infinitely here, now, already. So what you're calling the land of the free or the promised land is not something distant. And one of your beautiful songs, I hope you could share it sometime, is we're already here. We're already here. So being is here. And whatever name we use for being, uh, whatever, and across the planet we hear in the beginning is a word, or om. Or Tao, the Tao that is named in everyday language is not the Tao. Or Yahweh, or Allah, or Buddha, or Buddha Dharma, the law. We have all of these amazing explorations through history, through the centuries. Right? So that's the holy experiment. The holy experiment is a call of the infinite. It's an evolutionary call that all we humans, if we call it homo sapiens, sapiens means uh, the species of wisdom, but wisdom is the call of the infinite of Sophia, to use a Greek. Logos Sophia. Sophia is the feminine energy embodiment of wisdom. Philosophy, philosophia, is a lover of Sophia. So philosophy and wisdom, the wisdom species, science, is the holy Scientia, science comes from the root scientia, which is to know, to to be in touch with reality. So even science is holy. Absolutely. We can slip into the mistake of, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, you're, you're, I, this is a conversation, and I, I really mm-hmm. would like to dialogue, but I'm just re- echoing and resonating now through the wonderful, rich themes that we have. It's going to take us many, many episodes of just even the promised land to understand that that is a call to all the planet. Because Earth, as we say, the source Earth, uh, not, the, not the ego-based Earth, but the Earth, the sacred Earth, is the presence of being, the presence of, of reality. Of, of, if you want to use God talk, Earth is God, godly, is godding, it's logosing, it's sophiaing, right? It's it's oming, uh, it, it's a towing. All of these amazing Allah, 
right? Once you have the, once you call out to the infinite and recognize that being is infinite, and you think it through for a moment, you realize, wow, the infinite is here. It's here. It's always here. It's already in us, around us, through us, in every breath, in every moment. We cannot step away from the infinite. And if we could only stop to process that, we realize, OMG, the promised land is already here. That's a promised land. It's a space mm, of presence. That's right. That's right. In this it's, conversation we were having this morning, you said that very thing. The, the promised land is not a physical location. In fact, I even wrote it down over here on my notes. And I loved that. The promised land is not a physical location. What do you mean? The land, land implies a place, you know, like, right? So we tend to conflate a place with the promised land. And, uh, and so I'd like you to speak to that, if you would, to help people understand why is the promised land not a place? Doesn't it have to be a place in order to be experienced? What, how, do we, how are we going to be there if we can't point to it? Well, that's right, but it's ambiguous because our wisdom teachers and enlightenment teachers and scriptures have all suggested that we humans, when we really realize who we are, that's a question. What does it mean to be a human? Uh, homo sapien, that we're logosapiens, we're from the logos. I'm using the Greek word. Uh, we could use any word of these great infinite words, but if, let's use it because it really resonates with reason, the light of reason, the infinite light of reason. That's the logos from the Greek, which is Sophia, the embodiment uh, of that. And we're children of that light, where we come from that light. And uh, that is really uh, the, the journey of evolution. And so the question of land, all of these great traditions, Socrates would suggest, Plato, Socrates, that we humans are living in a cave where we're still in ignorance. We haven't turned on the lights of reason. And we need to leave the cave, which is a metaphor for coming into what? Into the light of reason mm. when we become human. What's that? The space, space, right? The rational space. It's not a physical space. So if we just buy into our senses at face value and on our everyday common sense views across the planet, everyday culture, we're very physicalistically uh, you know, oriented to what I can mm -hmm. see and touch. Reality exactly. is ta yeah. it's tangible. It's what I can see and touch. But our great teachers say, no, that's a stage, you know, because if we could really, because what we see and hear and touch with our bodies, we're using our mind, we're using our lens. And if you can open up that lens and come into the light, our eyes will give us a whole deeper vision of the sacred. We would be able to hear the sounds of the source. The, the land that awaits us is eclipsed. So we can be on the earth, the ego-based thought of the earth, right, as, mm -hmm. as objectified. But there's an earth, a sacred earth, a Gaia, a living, which is the presence of the Logos. That's a land. Hmm. And the, pro the promised land is who promised it? Who promised it to us? Well, that's a metaphor that... The fact that we are humans and are on a journey of evolving to who we are, in that journey, there is a, a, an end game, so to speak, of arriving home, mm. coming to Om, coming into the Om. Mm. And even Om land is a good point because in yoga, when we use Om as a name, it's infinite space, but it's infinite presence. So once mm. we remember that the infinite is already here, we, it, we couldn't be without it. That's the point. That's Om the sweet source Aum. of all. That's mm -hmm. Om, sweet Om. That's home. That's a Christ space, right? Mm -hmm. So Jesus is calling us to leave the space of alienation from who we are, from sin. You know, sin is a word that can be misunderstood in many ways, but in deep philosophy, it is the condition of being cut off from who we are and from our higher version of ourselves in the divine space, in the sacred space. So it's a call to sacred space, to Buddha land. If we come to Buddha land, 
if we go to the burning bush where Moses went into that space, that holy space, and take off your sandals, you're on holy ground, and to bring these laws of God to the people and to call the people to understand how to follow the, the moral law, right? The law, uh, the, the, the law of logos, which is the law of the land, human beings. So your point is very well taken, that land, uh, like the twin earth, the ego-based earth of physicality, but the invisible earth that's all around us, we haven't discovered earth yet. Mm -hmm. we, haven't, we haven't arrived in America yet. Who discovered mm -hmm. America, Nath? You know, mm -hmm. we, yeah, we can discover the land when Columbus, allegedly, in that story, and there are many different ways of looking at this, because it was already discovered by the mm -hmm. indigenous first people. Mm -hmm. But whoever discovered America, have we, as a people, in the 21st century, discovered America, right? That promised land that is already mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. So the location is important. The, the, the physicality is not unimportant. But don't think that that is the whole story of yes. rising to the land of consciousness, mm -hmm. awakened people. That's the polis, the community. That's mm -hmm. America, the polis, the Greek word for the, the nation. We, one nation, mm -hmm. under source, indivisible. That is the unum, perfect unum. Right, the, 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 the title that we're following in our podcast, right? That's America here now already waiting for us. How do we find it, Nath? Take that. I want to throw that to you. How do people find our way to the promised land? Oh, yeah, I mean, it, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, I myself am just realizing, okay, I, I was born in the USA, uh, <laughs> homegrown um, outside of Philadelphia, you know, and um, just like, Anyone else, you know, kind of, kind of uh, you know, probably middle of the road in terms of my experience and e economic experience, and all that kind of stuff. You know, a, a nice reach in in in, uh, in terms of my sense of of society, and you know, exposed to um, you know standard public school uh, and and learning. You know, having to you know from the time uh, I'm having a memory right now of of being in first grade. And having to stand up and, and put your hand over your heart and say the Pledge of, the Allegi uh, of Allegiance. And we learned the words by rote as kids. I didn't know what any of the words meant, but I'll tell you what I did know. One kid didn't stand up and he got in such big trouble. And all I knew is I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm going to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And that was why I said the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, and for years I did that. And you know what, guys? I only recently understand what it what it means so in a way i've only recently come to america that's that's how i would respond to that that uh you know what does it mean to be in america because your body can be located in somewhere in the united states borders and that could mean yeah i'm in america but that doesn't necessarily mean you're living in the land of the free. You have to be free to be in the land of the free. That's right. So what That's if right. you're what if you're not right. free? And and, and mm -hmm. one of the songs we we bring in as a, a cover performance um, in in uh, 1776 now is Bob Marley's um, redemption songs. And the, the the reason we brought that song in was because of this very point: emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Wow, if we really take that seriously, that is that says everything. 
what's the number one issue here? Let's emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, which is being slavery. If you're mentally, so the word slavery is obviously strong, and maybe some of you balk at us using that word because it's been such a, a literal imposition on a, on a whole group of people who are still dealing with the fallout from that. You know, so when uh, I'll just say when the word slavery, meaning what? Meaning the robbery of your freedom, meaning the, the imposition, the heteronomy of someone else's will on your life, your freedom, your choice, right? That's the, that's the essence of the violation. Well, what if, and we cover this deeply, guys, in, in, the, in the 1776 now, um, but just briefly, what if... The, the, the imposition is no longer the British. What if it's no longer the slaveholders? What if it's no longer, what if it's no longer, it's, what if it's not even our, our current elected officials? What if each one of us dared to ask, am I participating in my own oppression? Am I somehow unwittingly uh, sub subservient to a robbery of my freedom, my mind, my ability to, to not think in an enslaved way, to not think in a, in a constricted, restricted, uh, limited, and divisive way. What if, in other words, so you may not be somebody at all who has any feelings of racism or sexism or homophobia or any of these things that are easy to point to, but what we're trying to get is, and what I'm just understanding in the last few years of my life, I'm starting to step back and go, oh my gosh, I've been objectifying and not just others, myself, because I wanted to. No, of course not. I don't want to objectify anybody. I don't want to feel objectified any more than I want to objectify. But what if there's something going on with our consciousness that we inherited? We don't know that we're all complicit in. We're all many, many different faces, as many faces as there are people to the same dysfunction. This, this sort of deep level of objectification. And that's, that's when you start to go, oh, whoa, am I free? And if I am not free from that, and I don't know how to not objectify with my lens, with my mind, with my thinking, with even my best intentions and heart to, to, be, uh, to, to be a champion for equality and love and fairness and harmony, could I still be somehow unwittingly uh, subservient to this objectifying code. And that is really what we have to look at with the, the minute and a half that we have left. We're obviously going to have to continue this in a third, in a third thing. But uh, that's what I'd have to say to that, uh, what, what you just brought up. That, that's beautiful. And we're about to take a break again. And uh, this is beautiful enough. I love this conversation. It's just so rich. And of course, it's rich. It's everything. It's a it's a whole journey of human beings. Uh, so, so the the American ex USA experiment, right? In terms of uh, the physicality and and rather to go to the mentality, the mental processing. It's not mm -hmm. just a physical. It's a mental processing culture. That's where we become persons and demos. We the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can have the United States. It's not a geographic united. It's not. It's not that we have physical states, right? It's mental states. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, right, the mental state, and so it's not a physical. The, the, the journey, the passageway that you beautifully massage for us to, in, in those moments is, is that what's the rite of passage to going from a physical, bound, caged place to free range humans? It's a mental rite of passage, 
and all, it's across all the planet, all our great scriptures, yes, all it's our a great mental right enlightenment. That's right, and all the great teachers uh, in the G- Jesus version. Unless you die, you can't be born again. That's going to the promised land, to the Christ land, right? The Quakers were seeking in the founding and their contributions in Philadelphia, here where I sit, uh, to help contribute to the opening up of the land of the free in the, in the founding of the Declaration of Independence. What is that independence? of and from. And we saw, as you say, it's not just the, the, the monarchy and the British. That was huge. You are right, to remove uh, the, the presence of an external heteronomous, heteronomous force imposed upon us. That's, but what if, as you say, we're still bound uh, when we don't have the external you know, uh, oppression or, or colonized condition? Can we be internally colonized? <laughs> How do <laughs> we overcome that? And that is a human condition across the planet it's in all of our nations and all of our great teachers yoga is uh, is seeking to emancipate the mind buddha is stop the suffering emancipate the mind surrender to allah uh, and all the way through to rumi is to free the mind and put first first mm-hmm. uh, yahweh is first right uh, uh, logos is first that is the journey to firstness to mm-hmm. being first people primary mm-hmm. persons. So mm-hmm. what, the deep questions you opened up and we're opening up here and we've done already in 1776 now, do we understand the high calling of to be a person? Mm-hmm. We're not automatically a person. To be a first person is to put first first and to become the first version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we have to become officers of the logos, officers of the source, mm-hmm. because the source is the law, the moral law, the law of being, the law of reason, the law of love, the law of compassion. And that's a land of compassion. And that's the city on the hill of brotherly, mm-hmm. sisterly love, right? So it's, it's mm-hmm. got beyond geography to, to mental you know, processing. How are we doing that? Do we have the mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. of the mind mm-hmm. and mental processing to cross into freedom and, together and as a people? That's a great segue for, for the, the next round. So please join us, guys. For as we go deeper into this this theme of this uh, mental uh, upgrade initiation um, to uh, f- free beings, free people, uh, please come back for our next episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Now's the time.